Do you want to become a better songwriter? Well, we created a very simple 10-minute songwriter personality test, and it's going to help you better understand who you are as a writer, and it's going to help you in the writer's room when you're writing with other writers, because you're going to be able to identify what kind of writer they are, maybe even have them take the songwriter personality test. If you're curious and you want to take the songwriter personality test today, just visit songwriterpersonalitytest.com or go to the link on the writingworship.co website. You're listening to the Brave Worship Podcast, and this is the Songwriter Personality Series. In this series, Chrissy sits down with some of her favorite songwriters, and they discuss their unique songwriter personalities. If you're interested in taking the Songwriter Personality Test yourself for free, you can do so at chrissynordhoff.com forward slash test. That's chrissynordhoff.com forward slash test. You're listening to the Brave Worship Podcast with Chrissy Nordhoff and Mary Beth Dodd. Brave Worship is all about encouraging women to write, lead, and live worship. Hey everybody, it's Chrissy, and we are coming to you live from the minivan today. We are so excited. We've got um, just this little window of time that we could all do this. We've got Amanda in from Ohio, so we had to snag her while we could, and we're getting hardwood floors put in right now, so right (laughs) when we sat down to do this podcast... We hear all this banging downstairs, but we will not be stopped. We got creative. Yeah. And we're expecting thunderstorms, which is why we couldn't go outside. Right. right. Although we are technically outside, just encapsulated <laughs> in tin. So if you start and metal. hearing loud noises, yes. you know what's going on. Yes. Well, I wanted to continue our series on the songwriter personalities. And um, today we're going to specifically bring in these two because they are very similar in their writing personalities and um, that they bring in that melody piece. Right, guys? Yes. Yes. So um, we're going to hear just a little bit about their stories and then we're going to jump into uh, the melody personality a little deeper. So cool. Who wants to go first? Emily. Okay. (laughs) I will go first. All right, so I I cannot remember a time in my life when I wasn't coming up with some sort of song or poem or rap or those types of things. And so I actually, some of my earliest songs were for dare prevention to keep kids off drugs. And so I remember writing a rap that wow. was like, no, you can be hip and you can be cool, but if you take drugs, you're only a fool. You might get killed. You might get hurt. You might even get kicked out of school. That was, wow. uh, you know. Oh my I love that you remember that. I totally remember you? it. How old were you? Um, that was like, I think was it, that was fifth grade. And then my friends and I did cartwheels to it. And I won the dare jacket, like the shining black oh, wow. jacket. So... I remember doing that, and I remember also making up nonsense melodies, which will kind of play into this today, but I would make up melodies with nonsense words Uh all the time, like sing my friends' names, but then add some friends that truly I did not know, or just make up anything that would kind of work so I could hum and sing, and so I just always remember doing that, and I had parents that did music, and so I was kind of that typical junior hire who thought, 
music is dumb, you know, during that stage. But <laughs> the Lord got a hold of my life in ninth grade, and um, I got to know Him, and I accepted Christ, and I was freed up in this side of myself that loved music and writing. And so I started to write out of just expression for, um, expression of my love for him and of what he was doing in my life. And so those were just some really sweet and pure years hmm. of just getting to know him in the quiet of my room with my guitar. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I was 17, um, the worship pastor from my church um, knocked on the door of my room and I was honestly just in there like praying, journaling, and that kind of thing. And at that exact moment, he came in with a Taylor guitar. And he said, he said, Emily, um, there was a family who lost their son in a motorcycle accident, and he had this Taylor. And the family wants to give it to someone who will write for God's glory. Wow. And that moment just really marked me mm. because I wasn't expecting it. Mm-hmm. But it resonated so deeply, and I saved the letter. I still have it. And I actually mm -hmm. got in touch with the family last um, spring because I realized, oh, through, like, social media, I could probably find these people. Mm -hmm. And I'm still actually writing on that guitar. So that was when yeah. the Lord really sort of spoke that into my life and marked me. And um, so I can't remember not doing that during those years. And then there was a season of of relative silence with songwriting for me. The enemy had kind of choked out my voice through some different lies that had been told to me or just wounds from different things. And so one of the first mm. things the Lord brought back when he healed me and when he set me free again was songwriting. And mm. so I was actually at a brave worship, um, worship night and it was girls right out at the time. And I remember walking up thinking like, oh, I'm an outsider. I don't belong here. And by the time I sat down around the circle, I knew I belong here. Hmm. I'm a songwriter. Hmm. And I went right back to that place in my room. And so anyway, the last few years have just been a really neat time of tapping back into that hmm. and just pulling out what's already been there and even growing hmm. even more and learning how to co-write has been a blast. I love it. Just that element of talking about the Lord, laughing, having community, mm. and getting to bring out meaningful truths from our faith are just mm. really special to me. So, um, and I've been trying to write some more with my husband. We've both written separately. He's a composer, but now we really are going, you know what, we're here together, not only to have a family, but to make music together. Mm. So that's cool. been really sweet too. And you're part of the mentorship. And yes, yeah. I am loving this. Um, maybe some of you are watching that have been through my group, but um, I've gotten to be a part of this mentorship and we've gone through two groups now and mm -hmm. it is a blast mm -hmm. getting to encourage those in my group and and just call out the gifts that I see in them, and it's just been a blast. And then just talking through these practical things that Chrissy has in the course and spiritual growth as well has just really been special. So cool. I love it. Well, we love you around here, Emily. Thank you. You're the best. <laughs>
How about you, Amanda? I know. So beautiful. <laughs> I was like wanting to dive in and ask questions. Hearing stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, really. Yeah, you can ask me some probing questions later. <laughs> okay. I'll do that. Aww. So, yeah, I'll talk about um, songwriting for me. I don't remember um, a time I wasn't singing with my mom at the piano. So I have even pictures of being little sitting on her lap. I don't remember a time not knowing how to play the piano. Wow. So she just always had me there with her. So song is really important. I think um, just part of my family mm-hmm. is as an expression. So my mom has always sang and played the piano. And my dad, although um, it's not what he would consider his gifting, he has a passion for music and an appreciation for music that he kind of instilled in me too so he's still that person who's like have you heard this song or whatever (laughs) we're we're still sharing um songs that we love with each other but um I always like to journal and I always love to sing and so I think those things came together for me not until I was really probably in my 20s but it really kind of dawned on me that clicked those two things together Mm -hmm. with songwriting you know Um, And it was more out of a need to express a specific situation. And uh, so, like, trying to express a specific thing that I didn't have a song already for, in other Mm -hmm. words. So I knew that I needed to write a song to express that. So um, I did it, and I think it was this moment of, like, a light bulb going off where I was like, oh, like, this is what this is, and this is what it can be, and... Um, writing for that one person in that situation um, is still something even today that I think about. I was just at a co-write last night and I, the Lord reminded me of if you're you're always writing for that one person, like that, that's what's important that you have mm-hmm. a person in mind. Um, so um, I love melody is definitely one of the, you know, on the Strong Under Personality test that, that showed up as one of my top ones. And I see that in things I didn't ever think about until we did the testing exactly. was how melody really speaks to me, how um, they come readily, or you hear a new song and you can sing along right away because melody is just right there with you, you know, mm-hmm. where it might go or where it's going to fall. Um, and then even things like I think recently or currently just trying to listen more um, to what melodies might be there for me to hear. I don't mm-hmm. know if that makes sense, but even just like walking outside in nature or whatever and asking the Lord, like, what is the song that's being played now or whatever, and trying to listen for it and hear something new. Um, but mm-hmm. my process generally always is, if it's just me, not in a co-write, but just me is at a piano and it's kind of just listening and then, you know, letting your hands kind of dictate what you hear. Because um, I really think all the giftings in some way are listening, first of mm-hmm. all. And it kind of expresses itself out through a specific, maybe, vein oh, kind of. or a branch of, of the personality. But anyway. Cool. Um, I'm part awesome. of the mentorship, too. Yes. I love it. So much fun. And I think my last group was really diverse in their styles. Mm -hmm. And so, like, melodically then, it was like, wow, all these different expressions that are needed in the body and in the kingdom and have a place. Yeah, and you even mentioned, one of the things you mentioned in your last round was just 
generational styles, how beautiful yeah. that became to you. Yeah, just that? like in being able to honor that. I think we should yeah. always be honoring of the different styles that speak to different generations, mm -hmm. not making them um, feel like their sound isn't valid anymore. Right. Like that it still has a place. Yeah. Um, so it's that beautiful. was really, um, yeah, it was a beautiful thing this time to see mm -hmm. that diversity. Yeah. Well, I sure appreciate what both of you guys are doing. And I know a lot of our listeners have either walked through the course with you or they will. So mm -hmm. it's just kind of gives them a good introduction <laughs> to sort of get to know both of you a little bit. So um, so glad you're both here. So I'm going to go over briefly um, the songwriter personality test and why we're doing it. So basically, um, it started out as you know, just sort of an observation in the co-writing room that, oh, there's all these different types of people. And then in my brain started categorizing, oh, that person's like this friend. Oh, that one's like this friend. Just to help me know how to work with them. I tried to figure them out like mm -hmm. when I went into the room. And then I, then I began to realize I was doing that because for a while I wasn't thinking about the fact that right. I was you know, going through that process with every co-write. And the more I began to think about it, I began to think, I bet this could probably help somebody else if we were to put this in writing and express it and create a test. And so that's what happened, right? Um, and in the songwriter personality test, um, some of you may already know, but I'm just going to review this for those that don't. There are seven different personality types. So we have content, Hearing and prophetic, concept, structure, melody, producer track, chords arranging. So um, we've got really three categories. So the lyrics category is one big grouping, and that's only the content writers. Those are your lyricists. Then in the center, we have the crafters. Actually, I can show this diagram to those of you watching live. In the center, we have the crafters. And that includes hearing prophetic, structure, and concept writers. <laughs> and then on the other side of the diagram, we've got the music writers. And those are our producer track, chords arranging, and ah, our melody writers that we have here today. So um, the, the, the short story is whatever category you find your personality is. And by the way, if you haven't taken the test, you can go to either braveworship.com or christinordoff.com and you can find the songwriter personality test either place. Um, and it's a free test. You can do any time and share with your friends and co-writers. Um, so, but yeah, if you find yourself in this music category, you're going to want to lean the opposite direction for co-writing relationships. So basically the idea is you bring your strength, and that's all you have to worry about. Don't feel like you have to carry every gifting. You do not. You just have to carry your gifting, and then you partner with others that bring in theirs. And that's a beautiful way to do co-writing. That's, I believe, an ideal way to write songs because you have several strengths in the room and not just yours. I'm waving at my neighbors. Yes, we're out in your front yard. <laughs> In the minivan, <laughs> doing a podcast. Nothing to see here, guys. Hello, exactly. All you guys. Um, so hopefully it not only gives you identity and just confidence walking in the room, but hopefully you know how to best partner. And then also how to understand those that are walking into the room with you. So yeah. 
that's, that's it gives freedom too. Yeah. I, I think you feel free when you realize, okay, I don't have to be strong in all of these areas. Like God's gifted me in this area and I'm going to bring that to the table. Um, and to the, to the room, you know, and that's, that's enough. Like being yourself is always enough. Like that's who God made you. So yes, I love the enough. freedom that it brings to that. I think it has, even in my groups, I don't know, Emily, if you've noticed that too, of like this light bulb moment that goes mm-hmm. off for them when they're like, Oh, so it's okay that this is why, you know, or yes. these moments where they're like, well, that's why I really struggle with this. And like, they can't, maybe they struggle to finish a whole song because that, well, they need to pull people around them. Yeah. With other strengths. Right. Yeah. I think we have the misperception that we have to be gifted in every single area yes. in order to be a songwriter, but particularly in co-writing relationships, it's actually just a great way to partner with other people when you get right. to mix it up and you have different gifts I mean, and talents. Like, what's the point if like I could yeah. write this whole song by myself, I really don't need you. You know, kind of thing. Exactly. Like, what's the point? Come together and collaborate and use your strengths and you'll come out with something better than what you yeah. can yes. on your own. It takes humility. It really it does. does. Yeah. It takes the humility and especially vulnerability because and I think that's another thing people shy away from is just being vulnerable, which is sharing your ideas and sharing, you know, mm-hmm. most of the time people are afraid to do that. But yeah. once you break through the fear and even the pride and I'm, I'm saying that knowing I did that too you know mm-hmm. I remember for a long time I would only write by myself and part of it was what if it doesn't go the way that I want it to go you know mm-hmm. like what if it mm-hmm. doesn't go the way I envision it and I think if you're willing to lay that down which I learned over time then you actually will you know on most songs you will get a better outcome than you could have ever come up with on your own ever. Mm-hmm. There's of course the one off you have a bad experience, right. but everybody does. Yeah. So that melody personality specifically, I'm going to read a little bit about it. And then I want you guys to take us in your heads and sort of, sort of share with us your process, what you're thinking in the room, how you order things okay. as far as writing. Um, A melody writer lights up most when you hear a fresh, compelling melody. In your mind, lyrics can live or die depending on the musical line they write on. And if you're a melody writer, you scored the highest on the test on these questions. You feel unsettled in writing until you land a musical hook. When you write songs, you always hear the melody first. You love to hum or whistle. When you listen to new songs, what gets you most pumped about is hearing a fresh, is that even right? Is hearing a fresh melody (laughs) and you sing it for days, even though you don't necessarily remember the words. Many times when writing, you use nonsense words (laughs) to fill in the spaces until you can go back and think about the lyric. A little more about (laughs) melody writers. These writers light up most, like we said, when they hear a fresh, compelling melody. In their minds, the strength of all the lyrics depends on the music line they write on. Sometimes they may not be able to tell you lyrics to some of their favorite songs because their focus is the melody. In a co-write, the melodic hook is the north star that guides them, and their (laughs) songs are always memorable because of them. Does that describe you guys, or how does that relate to your thought process? Oh, yes. Well, so this was a struggle for me when Chrissy started talking about the personality test because I am a words person. Like I love words. I'm an English nerd. I love grammar. I love poetry. And so I was having a hard time figuring out like 
and actually content is my second one. But I was wanting my first one to be content because I'm a word nerd. <laughs> so I was like, uh. but then as I was answering these questions, I could not help but realize those things that she listed are absolutely true of me. I light up with melody. It's the thing that in a song, I get excited about. Like, if I hear a song with Caleb in the car, I'm like, listen to that melody. Oh, it's so beautiful or so catchy or so fun or um, so provoking. And I also, um, I've always kind of been that person that catches a melody in my mind and I, I almost backlog it. And so I've actually had friends ask me, they'll send me a song of theirs a new song they've written, they'll say, Emily, will you marinate on this for a little while and tell me if this sounds like another song? And so then I'll marinate on it. Amanda's done it. Amanda's done it. I do. And so I'll marinate on it. I'll let it go into my subconscious for a couple hours or, you know, sometimes it'll hit me the next day and I'll go, oh, that's, that's a Chris Tomlin song or that's a Brooke Frazier song. And so it's almost like I just have this backlog. Um, and I also... Because I also love words and lyrics, um, this was help, really helpful for me to pin this down in that I really do feel like lyrics ride or die on the melody. So mm-hmm. that question in particular really helped me because I do feel like, you know, at the end of the day, I, I love truth and I, I want songs to present truth. But I really do feel like, man, if it's combined with that compelling melody... Mm-hmm. Right. That's what stirs the soul. That's yeah. what gets you going. Yeah. That's what gets me going. And so yeah. I just love being able to partner with other people where we can come up with that amazing lyrical truth. And then we can come up with this melody that's really captivating. And mm-hmm. then also we've got the hearing prophetic and the producer track. I just feel like it's all so important. But those are some of the things that made me realize like, oh, yes. And honestly, when I start to write a song... I always have, um, now this might be different about us. I don't know, Amanda, if we do the same thing. I always have like a main idea or like a lyrical hook, but it's always combined with a melody. So like I typically, I typically will do the lyric and the melody at the same time. And I get really fidgety in a co-write if we haven't found the hook yet. So when people are penning, that's melody. When people are penning the verses and stuff, but we haven't landed like any sort of hook to guide the song, Mm -hmm. I you can start seeing me like, oh, Emily's going off in her head right now, like trying really hard to like (laughs) land a land a melody. She's pretending she's fine, but she's not. (laughs) I'm not fine. I'm not fine. Then once we get that hook, I'm like, woo, we got it. Okay, now let's craft this thing. Let's get let's get these verses crafted. I think I am the same. I have to know what it sounds like. So if I'm working with someone else. Or they've brought me something like a, a, a start and they're wanting to work on it. I'm like, okay, I need to know what it sounds like. Or do you have a sound in your mind already? Mm-hmm. I'll ask them before we start mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I do have to have that melody first. So I don't always start with the words and melody at the same time. Mm-hmm. I, I generally start with a melody. Just a simple and melody. And I hear words that match, match, match the melody. But I normally start with melody. But yeah. that is the same in that I'm like, okay, I feel like I can't progress. Yeah with just those words until I know what they sound like. Mm-hmm. Or if that melody just isn't quite moving the song in, or gripping any right. gripping you, it's like, I cannot, like, yeah. I'm going to keep working until we get yeah, it. Yeah, because if yeah. not, it's like, it almost feels a little bit pointless in that, like, this won't, it won't mean 
anything like in my mind without the hook without a melody that fits it perfectly uh-huh. because we know that that when you put music to words like it does something in your heart it reaches the heart quicker than just word by the right. self can right so yeah you feel that almost you know you feel that urgency of like this job you've got to play like we've got to find the I melody do not feel, yeah. i do not feel that at all by the way you don't really? feel that. I'm like, let's just keep singing, guys. It's going to be great. It's going to come. It'll come. It'll get there. It'll, It'll come get when there. It comes. Mm-hmm. But I've been in the room so many times enough to notice that, like, little anxiousness that pops up in Melody. <laughs> yeah, we have oh, this. Okay, everyone, let's find the hook. They need the hook. They and you know what? I think Melody people will do this is we will want to... We'll be happy to start the verse, but we actually really need to get to the chorus a little faster yes. because we want the chorus to be really like hooky and powerful. And yeah. then we feel like, then you want to go oh, back. I can now take a, I can I can go back. step back. If I don't know where the melody is going to go, yeah. I just, I start, you know. You need a North Star. I That's, just need it. Yeah. Melody needs a North Star. Exactly. Because yeah, you feel like then you know where you can go. Then you know the limitations yeah. of where you're going to step down or, or rise or fall in the rest of the melody. Yeah. Right. Like it gives you a base, in other words. I right. remember writing with Crosspoint Church not too long ago. We wrote this song, and we were like, what is this, a chorus? Yeah, we think so. And then we changed it into the verse, and by the end, it was actually the bridge. So we moved <laughs> yeah. this piece like yep. three times, yeah. you know, and sometimes that happens. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Sometimes it does yeah. if you can shift no. the pieces yeah. around. I personally love the bridge. That mm-hmm. part of a song is my favorite um, because I feel it's probably maybe an emotional side of the melody where you okay. know that at that point in the song, Generally speaking, you've got their heart, whoever is singing, like, in mm-hmm, that place. Mm-hmm. And so this is the part the wide where open. it's just, like, this really vulnerable, the most vulnerable point, I think, in the song where you're at a surrender moment where mm. this is really where I'm at kind of moment. So those, I always am that person in the room that's, like, I'm anxious to get there. I'm, like, yeah. are we going to go to the bridge or are we need to go back to verse 2? Because we could go to the bridge. You know, like, because I just really want to know. Where, because it's a climax, I want mm-hmm. to know where that place is, because that also helps me know where to start. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I have to learn to be patient, though, too. Like sometimes you got to wait for that bridge, and so it's like taking a step back and like we're gonna get there. Melody-wise, it'll get there, but I'm generally always in the back of mind thinking about that thinking bridge, ahead, thinking ahead, knowing yeah. where it can go and where it's going to go mm-hmm. before we get there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. Um, so a couple things I want to share. By the way, Eric's saying he's going to come invade our car. All right, Eric. Bring us some LaCroix. We will not be some mad snacks. at you. Okay, so for as far as strength goes, um, here's one of the things I see as the greatest strength. They add so much color and interest to songs and power to the lyrics with the movement of the melodies. Um, and challenge, this is mainly for new up and coming melody writers. So if you've just found out you're a melody writer, this will help you. Um, just remember to make sure that the lyric is just as strong as the melody, because like we've talked about even today, the marriage of both of those together makes the best songs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And then best case scenario co-writes, melody writers would work very best with a content writer from the lyrics category and then any of the crafter writers. So hearing prophetic, concept, or structure. One of each of those categories. That would be probably best case. Um, or just write with people that have different gifts than you. Have yeah. you guys found anything specifically as it pertains to like who you write with, what other kind of gifts work well with your gift? Yeah, and I was going to say one other thing about, about um, since we have, you know, all of us have this kind of primary one and then a secondary one. And after that, obviously, we'll have touches of the others. Um, some people are really balanced writers and, you know, love a lot of different things. But there are seasons when you might lean into one um, more than the other. So, like, for example, I have three small children. And so my poetry side is oh eric's coming <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> he's coming in with the guys yes or dr zevia oh i'll take uh, a i'll okay. take a Lacroix. okay good more thank dr zevia's for me thank hey. you this is a fun podcast fan podcasts <laughs> you know <laughs> why not right <laughs> All yes. right, I'll leave you ladies to it. Okay. Okay. Right right yeah. I know the one tires up the on the curb. The one tires up. Sorry. I mean, the car's running. It's We're basically the air. really uh, under control know, right now. I know, neighbors and buses. Okay. Yeah, there's yeah. buses, there's rain. Thanks. Um, okay, so Cheers. you? did you hear that nice crack? These yeah, are ice cold. Woo! Woo! Okay. So, as I was saying, so my poetry side needs to be fed with moments of quiet. Just This is just for me, and some of you might relate to this. That's why I'm bringing this up. Yeah. But my poetry writing lyric side needs to be, it gets nourished by quiet mm -hmm. and by um, contemplative times. I've always been like that. And so right now, I'm not in a season that's incredibly <laughs> contemplative, contemplative, <laughs> if you will, um, just in my normal life. And so... Um, What's kind of cool about having a couple different things to lean on is right now I'm leaning more into the melody and co-writes because that's something that I really love too. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, um, I can lean into this right now and that's actually okay because there's going to be people right now in this room that can do the contemplative thing at this moment. Whereas it might they have the space for it. They have the space yeah. for it right now. Or they did it that morning before they, or they came did in. it that morning. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that I can't also go home and write a, a, a contemplative yeah, song. It doesn't it just, mean that you can't do lyrics. It doesn't mean that. Exactly. But That's it good. means that there could be a season where, you know, maybe I'm bringing one thing in because of mm -hmm. what's going on in my life. Um, yeah. More at that time. And then maybe when, when I get a little more time alone with a candle and a journal <laughs> and the, you know, honestly though, that doesn't really happen either. When you have, when you're in a stage like this, you kind of just do it wherever you are. Right. Like, like in a van. One of my favorite songs that I've just written was in a van, was in a van. What? So, yes. We should be yeah. writing a song right now. We should right be writing now. a song right yeah. now. What are we doing? But, uh, By yeah. the way, you do all the Brave Friday sharing yeah. in your minivan. Well, oh, yeah. Well, often. Rachel sometimes. does the Monday. Oh, but the yeah. other one you did in your minivan was the psalming. The song, oh, my gosh. in the course. Wow. 
Yes. Lord, is there something you're trying to tell me about a minivan? <laughs> you're going to start yeah. a minivan music ministry. Exactly. Oh my name. You don't have that. to go to Target. You can just sit outside in your minivan. Exactly. And I was I, I always thought I was too cool for a minivan, which is definitely not true. So, yes, Lord. Once you have three kids. Yeah, yeah it's like, you it's have to. You just have to. You cave. But what was the question again? I kind of went on a tangent about how you might lean into one of your gifts more uh, in a was season. Was it for the room or something like that? Like the co-writing room? Something like that. But, well, just, oh, yeah. How, how it plays out with other people. Yeah, how yeah, it plays yeah. out with other people. Yeah. And yeah. if there's anything else you want to share, too, like for other people that may sit in a room with you or another melody writer, like what would be good for them to know? Yes. You know, like, as far as question. like co-writing with other I really enjoy, um, I have a lady that, um, I write with that just does lyrics. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know, there's some, there's nothing I get more excited about. It's like, here's all these amazing words. Now, how would you, like, basically she's asking me, how would you, how would you sing this? You know? And so I do love that. Although I do really like writing lyrics too. Like, um, it's always that there's an excitement around making those words sound the way they're supposed to. Mm. Um, but there's also like, you're talking about kind of maybe going into other parts of the personality types that you have sometimes depending on the room or the Mm -hmm. person, like I know, um, okay, I'm going to have to lean a little bit more towards this way. Like, like we, we write together. Yeah. We're both melody and we enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I love writing with her. I love her melodies too. So I'm always like, Oh, like, Emily, how would you sing this? Like, I'm always intrigued. So yeah. I enjoy writing with other melody writers, mm-hmm. too, because um, it's just the same thing as hearing a fresh melody. I'm like, I know I'm going to hear something yeah. just beautiful and new from Emily. And it mm-hmm. particularly so works that. if something, if you know another melody writer that has melodies that are compelling to you. Like, yeah. But sometimes if you, if you have somebody that sees melody a completely yeah. different way yeah. than you. Can be a challenge. Yeah. And I would say this too is um there's different there's gonna be different personalities in terms of how you get your ideas across too. And so if you're with other people with the same personality, I just try to be mindful, like, you know what? She might have something that actually suits this song better than me. And so I'm going to be quiet and like, listen. Even though, even though I could mm. do Even it. though I could be the melody person, yeah. maybe they're going to be the melody person today. Yeah, and so great. just be kind of flexible with that. Like, that's I love to write with Amanda too. Kinner, too, because she's just... I love to go like, okay, Amanda, stop. What would you just, like, sing? Right. Like, yeah. And then just see what, see what she hears. And then sometimes we just take the two ideas and morph them. But, but yeah, if somebody's going in a totally different direction... And it well, doesn't yeah. resonate. It's just, okay, you know what? Like I think that's good, though, because what you're right? saying, it's like, it's honoring each other mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the gifting. It's saying, I don't have to compete with you because you have the same gift as me. Mm-hmm. It's not like going into that room and realizing, like, oh, we have the same gift. Oh, no. Like, yeah. It's just taking a step back and saying, right. okay, Lord, how can we work together? How can I lean on my other gifts today? Yeah, yeah. and lean into the mm-hmm. other ones. Mm-hmm. and Or speak up other. if maybe you... That sometimes I don't speak up because I don't want to trump somebody else's idea, but to go, right. okay, maybe every now and then I should just be brave. Yeah. As the <laughs> brave.com and um, maybe just share an, this, this melodic idea. So brave.com. Brave.com. Because yeah, you can always say, like, I'll, I'll do sometimes say, well, or it could sound like this, you know, and see what yes. happens just, just because 
like, you know, throw, throw the melody idea out there and see what happens with it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Be brave. Yeah. It's really good. Okay, well, here's what I see as advice for writing with a melody person. Um, a lot of times, melody writers are inspired by beats or loops and chord progressions. Letting an instrument play for a little bit or playing a loop gives them plenty of room to create. Be careful not to fill all the space in the room with conversation. It's harder for them to hear. Usually they're pretty good at finding these little pockets of time themselves and expressing their voice. If they start chasing a melody, let them finish. Does that sound like what you were just saying? Yeah, well, then sometimes you'll see us, like, you'll see us over in the corner with, like, Chrissy one time was like, why why is your face in your hands? Are you creating your own little, <laughs> your own little house? And I was like, oh, sorry, but yeah, I kind she of am. I'm, I'm in the melody to, house I'm right now. I'm in the melody house. Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Melody house, that's a new one. You know, it is a challenge when you're in like a space where there's like lots of co-writing happening and you hear all the other melodies That happening. is so true. Yeah, that is really hard for a melody writer because you cannot help but listen or to that melody. Or yeah. someone... Your brain is logging theirs and yep. then you're trying not to do theirs and yeah. or if yeah. someone's playing like something the whole time like i've had that before where just you cannot fog. like you're just like what i have no idea i have no idea yeah. what am oh, i doing here i wonder because the same thing like i can't listen to music and sleep oh because me too. i have to listen to it yeah like, the melody so i'm yes. so actively listening because it's an active part of my brain, the melody part. Yeah. So I wonder if that's true for other melody artists. You should let us know. Yeah, yeah let, let us know. Guys. For you guys, because I'm intrigued. Oh. Yeah. Because <laughs> that a thing? Or yeah. is that just me? Well, any last thoughts, guys, for somebody that's brand new to writing melody that just found out? Um, any words of advice? Any things that you, you would want to share that either really help you or really don't help you i know we've already said some but any mm-hmm. last words of advice that you'd like to share about that gift if, or even if you could go back and tell yourself something right when you were getting started what would that be i think um what i've learned at, at this point and maybe what i would tell myself before is to trust what i hear mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um because you know too often just out of insecurity or doubt it's like you know, you just doubt yourself, like, is that really what it's supposed to be? Or is that even a really sound good or mm-hmm. whatever? But the more I've let go of that anxiety over that and just seeing what just comes out. Yeah. Right. Like whether that ends up being the melody line or not, it definitely gets it going, you know, yeah. like, yes. so just trust what you, the Lord's put in you. It's good. Um, he's put a song in each of us in some way or another. And mm-hmm. so like, just open your mouth and let it out so good yeah and we're doing this writer's night for our ireland trip tomorrow night and i'm gonna play a song that i had done one edit to it and and taken out some of the melody in the past because i was talking to a guy and he was like um yeah we gotta really um what what's the word who's the guy they refer to joe smith or there's some Uh, the average jane Jane Uh, doe um Jane Doe. version of that? Yeah, exactly. John Doe? John Doe. <laughs> Basically, John Doe is the guy at your church that needs the melody to be very, very simple in order to sing it, which mm-hmm. we're cool with John Doe if it's a corporate worship song. 
Right. But there are times when melody writers and obviously all writers write will write of outside of corporate worship because yeah. we're wired. And so I was going to play the rewrite um, tomorrow night. And then I thought to myself, you know what? I want to play the melody that came to me first mm -hmm. and just let the melody, the, the yes. melody Emily out here. And if I was going to lead this in a church setting, I might, I might chop it and change it. But kind of like what you were saying, it's just um, there. It's important to just be able to, sing out those melodies with freedom and then you can craft them down later and cut and edit yes but to just let yourself sing like yeah. just let, let it out let I'm it so out i'm so excited to hear this song yeah Thank me you. too it's oh, gonna be guys? so fun to hear that you. is good though that is there is um a need for the melody writer to be able to express that melody that just naturally comes mm -hmm. and not be boxed in by it. at least for me right. i don't like not being be boxed in right as soon as things mm -hmm. start getting stopped i think sometimes that freezes yeah. people too mm -hmm. And right. you don't feel and like you don't you're know. being as true to yourself in that moment right. either. And then that, I don't know, it just creates um, an issue for you creatively. Yeah. So. And then you're like, did I actually write that? Did I, would I have written it like that? Or was that just me taking everyone else's perceptions of how it should be? And Right. Or what it, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so yeah, it's definitely a really creative like need to express that melody. So mm -hmm. can't wait to hear yourself. Well, thank you. <laughs> I'm excited to hear Aww. yours. Okay, so thank you guys so much for joining us and sharing your heart about Melody. And if you want to hear more about the songwriter personalities, you can join us on our other podcasts where you can um, hear more about all the different ones that you may be writing with or that may be part of your personality. We'll see you soon. You've been listening to the Brave Worship Podcast with Dove Award-winning songwriter Chrissy Nordhoff and worship leader and music pastor Mary Beth Dodd. Visit braveworship.com forward slash free song and sign up for the email list to get updates on all the latest Brave Worship events, conferences, and retreats. Plus, get free songs to use in your next worship service, complete with chord chart and track. Also, find out how you can join Chrissy and Mary Beth in person at the next Brave Worship conference. Simply visit braveworship.com forward slash conference to learn more. The times I've grown most as a songwriter are the times I've had mentors showing me the way. If you're looking to grow as a songwriter, we're now accepting applications for our Worship Songwriter Mentorship. Now, it's available only a few times each year. The Worship Songwriter Mentorship is a songwriting intensive that will help you craft impactful worship songs. It's a course created by Dove Award-winning and Grammy-nominated, uh, drumroll here please, <laughs> our founder, pro songwriter Chrissy Nordoff. It's a small group community, and it's led by other songwriters over the course of nine weeks. It's an intensive course and a small group co-writing environment, and that means you'll be added to a special group of about 12 writers, give or take. Each group is led by experienced songwriters, some of them my dear, dear friends, and I've even gotten to lead a group or two. Rachel here, by the way. We love the church, and we love to champion fellow worship songwriters just like yourself. In this mentorship, you'll learn how to write songs for you and your congregation. You'll go deeper in your intimacy with Jesus. You'll get the tools needed to help craft songs more easily and never run out of creative ideas. Okay, I know it sounds too good to be true, but trust me, this course is a game changer. You'll learn how to leverage your unique songwriting personality and connect with other like-minded writers in a meaningful way. Truly, I can't think of another course, group of people, 
community that has impacted my songwriting the way that this mentorship has. If you're wanting to take the next steps in your songwriting journey, then apply now at the link in our show notes. We hope to see you there.